from Hamster Wheel Publishing. This is Freewheeling. The show that answers your questions about veterinary business and leadership. With me, Dr. Dave Nichol. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Freewheeling with me, Dr. Dave Nichol. The veterinary business Q&A show where you ask questions and I do my very best to formulate a semi-sensible answer for you. So today's question comes from Cherie Lemon Goudry. That's a great name, I hope I said it right. Okay, uh, now, question is, do you recommend employee incentives? And if so, what do you do? Um, all right, so let me address that in a couple of different parts. First up, I never call anyone employees, They're team members for me. Um, I, I don't like the term staff or employee because they are working and I am paying them. I just feel uncomfortable because they're part of my team. It's almost an extended part of my family. So that's the first thing. I don't want them to feel like they're beneath me, um, if at all possible. Um, so on to the question though, um, do I offer incentives or do I recommend incentives? Um, the answer is, Yes, I do. And I think incentives can come in the form of maybe three areas. So there can be benefits to working. Um, so they're actually written into the contract, perhaps. So things like health insurance, uh, things like gym membership, things like maybe getting vouchers for restaurants, things like getting discount or free veterinary care. They're all benefits. It's still an incentive to work. It's all part of the package, right? But that's one way you can do it. So there are things that are upfront and they're probably pretty good at in attracting people into the role. So that's the first thing. The second thing then are um, what we would consider things like maybe more bonuses, all right? And so that can come in the form of, um, so pro-sell um, or production-based pay systems. So do you pay your team members a percentage of what it is that you're, they're generating? Um, or the business is generating. And so I have mixed feelings on this one. Uh, I have worked within those systems myself and I think you have to be very, very careful about what you tie the, uh, the rewards to. So you don't, because you're gonna incentivize, you're gonna motivate behaviors based on what you're paying based on, all right? So if you're just gonna incentivize revenue generation, then you have to be then very careful about the values of the people you're hiring uh, and clear about what the rules of the game are because you don't want somebody who is in the exam room very good at generating cases but doesn't do a lot of surgery to be throwing a lot of the cases out back for the surgeons to do because guess what, the surgeons are gonna mop up all of that revenue and the person who's generating all the cases is gonna get nothing. So you need to think about how that balances out. I think when you're, you're, you're you know, maybe you're incentivizing things like average transaction value, similar kind of issue there. Like it's, it's actually quite easy to get a high average transaction value. And if you do that, then, you know, to do that, sometimes you don't build the smaller items that you're gonna be dispensing, like a wormer tablet maybe has a five pound or dollar value. Um, and if somebody's wanting to build a bonus scheme or, or, or get bonus based on having a high average transaction value, maybe they don't build that, maybe they hand it out. Rather than, you know, if, they've got, if they're doing a thousand dollar bill and a five dollar bill um, and, they're, they're, and you put those two things together, then your average transaction value is almost gonna half over those two invoices because you sold the wormer tablet. The business gets profit from the wormer tablet, of course, but the individual's behavior might change because you incentivized average transaction value. Now, I don't know that many people are doing that, and I only make the point just to say that you, you, know, you have to be careful, you have to think about exactly what you're incentivizing. Um, 
So what do I like? Well, um, I actually don't have any problem particularly um, with working. Uh, I, I, I like to reward based on time with the business. I like to reward based on the number of hours that you're contributing. So are you part-time or are you full-time? I like to reward based on the business's profitability um, uh, and I like to reward on people meeting their objectives and, and acting in accordance with the behaviors, uh, you know, the, the, the really the, the Ten Commandments according to the practice, um, you know, how do we behave in, in our day each day? Now, if somebody's, so if somebody's been with the practice for a whole year in that, that bonus period, if they have been full-time, and they've met their objectives and the, their behavior has been exemplary, then they're in line to get the top end of the bonus they can get. There is the kicker though, that the business does need to make profit, okay? And then I like that because the team is responsible. Everyone has a hand, like we can't make profit unless our reception team answer the phone, uh, book appointments are nice to people and actually collect money. Um, we can't make money unless the veterinary team find disease, talk about it effectively, book the procedures in. We can't make profit if our nurses haven't got the kits ready, the, the theatres aren't prepped enough that we can do the four or five or ten procedures in a day that we're scheduled to be able to do. Um, if that's chaos out there, we can't go through those cases smoothly and easily, so we're not going to make as much money. So I really like to incentivize based on profit, personal thing. But I know people that swear blind about having people um, with air quotes skin in the game um, because it, it, it makes them work harder and, it, and it's changed their business. Like certainly there's research out there says that this can be quite disengaging for veterinarians. Um, but I heard a really interesting phrase from, um, from a, a, a chap I've gotten to know recently um, and it, was, it really made me think a little bit and he said, um, people with hire cars never wash the cars, right? Like if you hire a car, you never wash the car. And that's because it isn't your car, so you don't care. Somebody else is paid to do that. And that really made me think about, hmm, that's your sort of skin in the game. Like if somebody's got some um, deeper connection or reason, or um, it might be equity, it might be that there is a, a, a pro-sell on their salary, like they've got a really strong reason to have to engage with the business and stick to the standards of care because that's how they're going to generate more money, then it can work. But I think you've got to have the right people. It all comes down to having the right people. Like you could take the best people in the world and put them in a veterinary practice and the incentive scheme wouldn't make a difference. You know, you put me in a vet practice, I'm going to work just as hard because it's a matter of principle and pride for me to do the right thing by the animals. Okay. Always have, always will. Conversely, you can take people who are not good at their job, who can't communicate with clients, who, who haven't got a broad enough skill set to really crush it when the moments come uh, in surgery or in dentistry or they can't do scanning. They're just not going to be able to generate the money. So you could give them a bonus scheme that says you can have half of all the money you make. They're still going to suck because they don't have the prerequisite skills. So at the extremes, I don't know that that's going to make a difference. What I'm saying is, if you hire good people, I think that's going to make a bigger difference to you than anything else that you do. Um, and if you've got people in the middle who've got the skills but aren't totally engaged in the business, um, is extra money going to work? Yeah, it probably is. 
are they going to are they are they really doing it for the right reasons at that point i think you've got to be careful so the short answer is there isn't a right or a wrong way to do this um there's just the way that you think works for you and it depends what matters for you and and where your values are and what what you're going to measure and what the important things for your practice are okay so have a think about that really i offer this as food for thought rather than a definitive answer in this one I don't think there's a definitive answer. What I would like to do is say to you guys, hey, what works for you? Chuck it out there. Let's post in the comments below the video or email me or hit me up on Facebook or Instagram. Ping in your thoughts because I know there are some super smart people out there listening to this, this podcast or this blog or the, the YouTube show. Um, love to hear from you. Chime in and I'm sure we'll get some great opinions or answers. And from there, uh, almost certainly you'll get something that fits your business really, really well. So that's my two pinneth worth for you today. Um, for me, Dr. Dave Nichol at Freewheeling HQ, uh, be well, be safe, be happy, and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to that episode of Freewheeling. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, leave me a rating or review on iTunes. That'd be much appreciated. Now, if you want to have your question answered, hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. It's at Dr. Dave Nicol. That's D-R-D-A-V-E-N-I-C-O-L. I'll see you in the next episode. <laughs>